Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hello and welcome to The Last Days Podcast. This is Todd Holmes and my wonderful, beautiful, incredible, lovely wife. Katie is here in the studio with me, which makes well, me happy. Oh my, I'm going to You already do. Oh, that's, uh, that's sweet. I was just stating the obvious, baby. Oh, that's, that's very kind of you. And Thank so, you. hallelujah. Thank you so much. And uh, we're, we're here to talk to you. And so, so thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you didn't have your ears on, then we wouldn't be talking. But um, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that the audience is growing for the Last Days yes, podcast. that's awesome. And uh, we're real excited. Continue to share this, if you would, please, to, um, to anybody who you believe that would be beneficial to their lives. Um, and even, even some people, maybe if you don't like them, just <laughs> give them the heads up. Hey, you know, I think you would really like this. Um, even if it, you, you know, hey, this will really irritate them, and that would make me happy. Um, <laughs> but uh, go ahead and do that. Um, you know, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him, the Word of God says. And Amazing. So we may have enemies, but you know what? We're speaking the truth, and we please God. So, you know, our, our ways are taken care of. They're, they're pretty True. cool. And I don't get worried about enemies. Amen. Mm. Um because uh, they're going to find peaceful ways to interact with us. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That's a declaration in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in the last couple podcasts, babe, we were talking about faith, the yes. advancement of faith. Yes. So if you guys were listening to the last two podcasts, you can concur that that is what <laughs> we were talking about and uh, getting you all stirred up about and uh, we're just going to maybe pick up somewhere along the lines with that and just go with the flow of the Holy Ghost, actually, because this is, this is you know, God, God wants us going forward, okay? He, he's not a God of just, you know, sit on your blessed assurance and with a smile on your face and you're okay with me. God always wants us to be taking ground continually. True. He desires for us to be successful people. Yes. And you can't experience success unless you do something. <laughs> and you, you, I successfully sit on my butt all day. Oh. That's that's not a that's not a way of success. Okay, um, it's always been God's plan. Ever you know, ever since you know He formed man, He created us to. He told Adam from the very beginning, take beginning beginning <laughs> take dominion I'm, I'm way ahead of myself <laughs> I almost thought you're gonna go and talk about minions or something <laughs> I'm like well okay well those guys are always very busy they okay. are they're funny little creatures <laughs> um, but no we're talking about Adam and God told Adam take dominion mm-hmm. and you can't take dominion sitting on your butt right you, 
Right. It's a progressive movement. It's it's it, and it's aggressive, not but progressive. It's right. aggressive. That's true. And a lot of believers they don't like aggressiveness. They don't like no. you know, you're 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 being a little too forward with your emotions and people are feeling threatened because <laughs> you know, you're talking about the advancement of the kingdom of God and yeah. what if they're not a part of the kingdom of God? They might feel threatened and might feel, you know, that you're a danger to society. And you know what? They are exactly correct. Correct. We are a danger to the society of the satanic people. Right. Okay, those who are Luciferians, well, we are a danger to that. But I want to tell you, we are of the kingdom of God, and of His kingdom there is no end. There is constant increase. Right. You have a scripture here in front of you, babe, of Joshua chapter one and verse eight. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. That means you keep talking it. You keep talking it. You keep talking it. Even when you don't have anything to talk out of your own head, talk what the word of God is. It says, but you shall meditate on it day and night. You know, there's no other time than those two times. Right. There's just day and there's <laughs> night. That means all the time, all the time meditate on it. That you may observe, okay, and do according to all that is written therein. So you can you can see how it's done, and then you can do it. Right. See, do, see, do, see, do. Oh, that's why they made those those little water bikes. Uh, see, do. Anyway, that's from it's from Joshua 1.8, actually, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. Some people are thinking, is that really where they got their name? No, I just, <laughs> that just came to me while I'm talking. So chill. Anyway, for then you shall make your way prosperous your way that's what's before you right that's that a way is the direction you're going forward okay then you will make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success that is god's plan yes for us to go forward for us to have a prosperous going forward for us to do it in wisdom and for us to have success in everything that we do. Amen. Right. It's not accidentally prospering. It's <laughs> no. successfully prospering right. because there's a plan. Right. Some people, I won the lottery and that's all I want to do in life. I just want to win the lottery because <laughs> I go to the convenience store and I buy a dollar ticket every week. You know, That's not God's plan, okay? And that's corrupt. Um, I hate is it the lottery. Only a dollar a ticket? I don't know how much it is. I've actually <laughs> oh, never bought a lottery ticket, <laughs> no, babe. I just, just so you know that about me. Because <laughs> yes. you've never asked me that question. Yeah. You know, I could have been a very terrible gambler before you met me, and uh, but I, I've never ever bought a lottery ticket in my life, nor do I plan to. Okay, and good. you know, and and sometimes I get words from the Lord, but I've never gotten a winning lottery number from God. Huh, we should press in for that. No, <laughs> God God says his word comes to us yes. because we meditate on it and we talk it day in and day out. And when we, when we see it and do it, then that way before us is prosperous. We have wisdom and people look and see what we are doing and they say, whoa, you're a success at that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a success at something that you do. Right. Not that you just are around. Mm -hmm. but something that comes forth from you, that is how you become successful when you're doing something, not just thinking about it, mm -hmm. okay? You can have thoughts of success 
but thoughts of success are never going to do you any good unless you do what you're thinking about. Right. And so you have to, you've got to go forward with those things. And that's the plan of God. Right. That's how we advance in our faith. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because of course, you know, we, we kind of left off talking about how advancing will require more of you, not less. So a lot of times, you know, people, I think they're actually kind of scared almost of success. It's like the unknown and they don't know, well, how am I going to function? I realize that, you know, things might change in my life. Maybe the people that I hang out with or the things that I do or whatever, that is true that, uh, that the Lord does, you know, bring some, some changes um, to pass and and some things that um, that we we have to make adjustments and and things like that. Why? Because that you know at each level um, there obviously have been things that have kind of helped keep us at that level, and so those things might have to may have to change. You know, when I was um, just doing some study um, and I was writing down um, looking at the word just promotion, and if you think of it, if you if you break it down, it actually means uh, pro motion, right? And it comes from a Latin word that means actually advancing forward motion. And we see how obviously we recognize that when you are doing, when you're going above and beyond on your, on your job, you know, the reward is promotion, right? Promotion is not given for just maintaining, not, uh, it's not given for just doing, of course, what is simply expected or what everybody else is doing. It's actually when you, you're going above and beyond and everything, of course, then we understand we're, we're awarded with promotion. And so of course we know from the word of God, from Psalm 75 verses six and seven, it tells us of course that promotion actually comes from the Lord. It says for promotion comes neither from the East nor the West, nor from the South, but God is the judge. He puts it down one and setteth up another. So we see here how that God is the one, of course, who gives promotion, but we have to understand that promotion is given because of forward motion. Now you do definitely need to have the right, um, motion, so to speak, um, of the heart because God is, it says, And that it's, if you could say that the right forward motion of the heart, because with God, everything is about the heart. It is. So, you know, obviously the word tells us it's the humble that he exalts and that he promotes. So this is not when I say, you know, advancing is going to require more of you. It's actually a greater surrender of the flesh, of the mindsets, of those things that hold you back. And of course, a lot of times that does mean that you, you're, you have more commitment. There's a greater dedication. There's, there's a greater surrender. All of those things that, that it'll be you getting rid of insecurities and, and mindsets and habits and, and all of those kind of things mm-hmm. because out of of our heart, of course, flows life, right? Amen. And the abundance of it or the lack of it, honestly. It's the issues, right, of life that flow flow from our heart. And of course, we know also that that the way that we think in our heart, meaning that the way that we, our core belief of what we really believe, what we really think, what we really understand to be true is going to determine how we are in life. As a man thinketh in, in his heart, so is he. And so in order to go forward, 
And in order to receive promotion Mm -hmm. from the Lord, that it comes through other people, but ultimately it originates from him. And so we realize advancing and receiving promotion and that forward motion is going to require more of us, not less. And, you know, it's, the Lord has made, uh, as we've talked about before, everything available to us. It really starts with a decision on our part. And sometimes you've just got to change your thinking and line your thinking up. And so that, that really, that even we allow the Lord's thinking and the Lord's ways to become ours, to make everything within us agreeable, actually, to his will. That's what we have to do in order to really be able to to advance. Um, It's not about, you know, sometimes people think that, okay, well, you know, you might have one great day and it's like, you know, a mountaintop experience or whatever, but watch out because, you know, you just don't know the devil's going to come up behind you and attack you. And the next thing you know, well, you're just down in the valley for the next five years. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, don't accept that stinking thinking. That is not the will of the Lord. That's not the plan of the Lord. Okay, notice that Jesus, he consistently walked out what he saw the Father do, right? What he heard the Father say, and it led him to the ultimate sacrifice, the greatest, of course, the plan that God had for him. And of course, he he went, he gave his life on the cross, he took dominion away from the devil, gave it back to us, made it possible for us to be set free from sin, sickness, disease, poverty, spiritual death, mm-hmm. all of those kind of things, have yep. victory in every area of our life. And then, of course, you know, he was raised from the dead, he came back, um, made appearances here on earth for just a bit of time, and then of course ascended to sit at the right hand of the father yes notice it's not and that's where he that's where he is ruling and he's reigning right okay let's just notice that's where he has has stayed in his position of authority and of course has given us his name his blood the, the power everything he he won all of that so that we could have it okay well let's just notice notice jesus is not now being even though it's been you know a couple thousand years he's not been back on the cross nailed again five six seven times he's not had to been raised again from the dead Mm -hmm. he's not sinned again he's Mm -hmm. not had to go through any of that stuff it is a finished work and until you fully accept that it is a finished work in your life then you will battle with these things of like man i don't really know if i should just i mean i i might advance but then gosh i don't know i i just might get demoted i might just don't identify with anything that takes you backwards okay because that is not pro motion in other words forward motion actually the opposite of promotion you know, um, it's interesting because, of course, we could we realize some of the some of the antonyms for that might be you know being demoted, de- right? Demoted. Um, but another one of the the antonyms when I looked it up that I found very interesting um, was that it included these words. Other antonyms for promotion include block, mm. condemnation. Whoa! There you go. Debasement decline and decrease some of those we we recognize but i just thought it was so interesting that it would even within that put condemnation and debasement 
Why? Those are things the enemy that does. enemy does. No. Those are his weapons. He comes against you. Why? Because he knows, yes, he's a liar, and he knows that those are the things that will stop the forward motion and the advancement that God and Jesus has actually made a way for you to have. Uh-huh. So we make a choice. That's why I say in a lot of ways, it actually requires more of us. You've got to let these mindsets go. You've got to line your thinking up in a greater way to the word, get a greater understanding of the word, and be like, I am not settling for anything less than God's very best. And I'm going to tell you, there'll be plenty of opportunities, sometimes many a day, to get you to try to settle, to get you to back off, to let go. And sometimes the, the, the opportunities that come look super attractive. Uh-huh. And I don't even mean just people, although sometimes they will come like that. Sometimes it, it's like opportunities that could even be presented by a spirit-filled person. But on the inside, you're just like, eh, scratchy feeling. This Something doesn't seem right about this. And if you go to your mind and you're like, well, I don't know, but they said this and this is, I mean, they've been super successful in this way. This has really worked for them. This evidently, I mean, they told me testimony after testimony. Evidently, that was the way that God had forward for them. That's the way that he used to advance them. But is that the advancement that God has for you? Only you and the Holy Spirit will know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, don't be caught off guard and don't be enticed with anything that, that goes cross grain to the voice and the leading of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, so because it will go opposite of advancing you. It'll Amen. be a trap from the enemy. And certainly don't allow anything of the past, don't allow that to drag you back. The enemy always tries to bring things. He'll bring memories. He'll, sometimes he'll bring people that from your past that you used to like party with or you were involved in, in crazy ways with or, or anything like that. Um, or he'll, he'll bring like condemnation um, because of like, oh, I can't even believe I made that mistake. That was so bad. Or, you know, I mean, I didn't mean to hurt that person. I really feel so bad about that, you know. And the thing is, is that w- there are many situations where we, we do have to ask forgiveness right? And we have to allow, actually, God doesn't desire just for us to come before him and ask for forgiveness, but he also says that his blood is to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, okay? He wants us fully restored. And so, and and sometimes the greatest challenge with that is actually forgiving yourself. Well, hello. Because we've done things at different times that we know we shouldn't have done that, right? And and we just think, how could I have been so dumb? Why did I do that? Well, we do ask, we have to go before the Lord and ask him to please forgive us. And then we have to be able to ask the Holy Spirit, please help me to be able to forgive myself. Let this go. Because otherwise the devil has something in you to be able to later come and try to pull you back to stop that advancement. That's exactly right. You're preaching good. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. This is I, I this is so that. true. Keep going. Yeah. Amen. You're on a you're on a roll there. You know, because, you know, and we talked a little bit about this before, but really growth and advancement is going to look a little bit different for each person, okay? Mm -hmm. And so you can't even simply uh, look at other people and go, okay, well, for them, it looked just like this. So if it doesn't look in my life just like that, then man, I am totally failing. I'm such a loser. And the next thing you know, you're back in condemnation, which is one of the things that we just said will totally stop you from advancing. Right, exactly. And And, you know, if you looked at, if you can, you know, as the saying goes, um, 
hindsight is 2020. Meaning, you know, you can look back and it all makes sense to you, right? When you're going through things, sometimes it's just like, wow, I don't know about this. Now the Lord said, do this and, and da, da, da. But when you're able to look back, then you see like, wow, I, I never had any idea how meeting that person and taking that job and volunteering in this um, ministry or serving in this capacity in my church, I never realized how all of those things would actually end up flowing together and enable me to step into the next greater thing that the Lord had for me. Yeah. So you've got to trust, as the word says, that the right, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered or directed by him. And they so, are. you know, we have to do this all the time. Because we pray 100%. for wisdom and then we just go to action and we go, Father, I thank you. You've answered our prayer. I thank you. We've prayed for wisdom. Therefore, you're guiding us. We may not have a supernatural sign. We may not feel something incredible or special or anything at all like that. But we just know. We know because, Lord, you said you answer and you direct our footsteps. And so, therefore, we're going forward. If we start to make a wrong turn, you'll let us know. You'll correct us and help us get back on. And also, you said that you've promised that you would make our path straight. You'd make our, our feet like Heinz feet that we could walk in our high places. So regardless of if it's rocky or if it is unexpected things or which is everybody's going to happen, right? That's life. You experience that stuff. That's life. And so regardless of any of those, God has actually already equipped you and actually made that path straight. And you could say, well, man, the path in front of me, that it is not straight. It is hard. It is difficult or whatever. You know, it's amazing because none of us want to go through, back through some things that the Lord has brought us through and delivered us through. <laughs> but I guarantee that yeah. we could all look back and go, oh, thank you, Jesus. I saw how I grew, how I grew through that. I realize now, man, I gained some things that I didn't even know that I needed. That's, Why, so that's true. the faith walk. That's the advancement, actually. Remember, you're not going to advance without any opposition. You're not going to advance without some challenges, without some changes and mindsets, without being able to grab hold of faith in a greater way. Advancement, advancing is actually taking, it's going to take you into a greater faith level. Mm -hmm. And so don't get discouraged by what you see or you think it's difficult or you look at somebody else and go, well, it's a lot easier for them. <laughs> and, you know, each one of us have thought that, Right. And maybe you've heard the saying, well, that, you know, because people say, well, the easy for you to say the grass, you know, it's always greener on the other side. But, you know, as maybe we've, you've heard, you know, the grass is green on the side where you water it. The grass, right. you know, it is, and regardless of how, if it's, if it's green, brown, or, you know, whatever it is, you still got to mow it. You still got to maintain it, right? Yes, amen. So, you know, it's, it's not like somebody else just has, you know, if, if success, anybody who's been successful really true success. I'm not talking about they were given everything and they were given all this position and they never had to earn anything and they never had to work hard. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that are truly successful. In my mind, that's not a successful person. You should be able to, I remember our pastor telling us this, and this is, I found this to be so true. You actually, God should be able to take you, just you by yourself or you with your, your spouse, if you're married, cause you're one flesh, take you to any place, actually, in the world, drop you, 
and we could watch. And really within three years, an oasis would spring forth in that area. It doesn't matter where you're at around the world. Why? Because what's on the inside of you is going to come out. God has put amazing giftings and talents in you. And yes, there's some refining that needs to take place right now. Let the refining take place. In fact, embrace the challenge so that you can advance. Guaranteed, you have more on the inside of you than you ever even realize. You just have not been put in a difficult enough of a position for that to actually be drawn forth and for you have to draw out of that well on the inside of you. So don't, don't back off through difficult things. You need to be in a difficult thing to actually see what's on the inside of you. Amen. And sometimes you'll never experience the greatest things that, that God has for you going along the easy road. Oh, so true. Going along the easy road. Um, and so many, so many people, they choose the easy thing. That's what Lot did. Right. Abraham said, you know, you want the mountains or do you want the plain? Lot said, give me the plain. He voted for Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abram has, Abraham was the one who increased. Right. Lot was the one who everything fell apart for because he took the easy area. And, and God, his ways, I mean, many times God will lead people through difficult times and, and he's with you the whole time. You know, he led... He led the children of Israel through the sea, not so much um, because that was the only way that they could get to where God wanted them to go, but for the purpose of destroying the enemy that was hunting them and for them to be able to observe and do. <laughs> right. They, they, saw, they saw God doing great things for them. But it was only, they only saw God moving in a supernatural way when they were going through tough times. And a lot of people, right. they just avoid the tough things because they think it's all about them and they think it's all about, you know, how they will, uh, how, how they will be able to handle the situation and everything. It's right. not about you. It's about what's inside of you. Right. And if you have to, if you can understand what God has put inside of you, you are a supernatural machine. You really are. You were made for the tough stuff. Yes. And and a lot of people they don't they don't get that. They think right. I just want an easy life. I wanted everything to be peaceful. I wanted to just be a little straight path and everything. You know, when we were a, a couple of weeks ago, um, I took you over um, to Blowing Rock, North Carolina, and we spent yeah. a couple nights there. Um, just just she and I, just getting away and yeah, it was just awesome. just having a, a a time just together and um, just having fun. We ate a few places that was yummy and, um, spent the night over there and enjoyed the beauty that God has, uh, immersed us in here. And we were taking drives down the Blue Ridge Parkway and, um, went just, hiking. yeah, went hiking some beautiful, um, falls and not, not us falling, just uh, waterfalls. <laughs> and, um, Thankfully not. <laughs> we went to unexpectedly, we went to this, this little town in North Carolina. It's about 50 miles North of the Asheville area. It's called little Switzerland. Yes. And, um, and, and, but we'd been driving down the blue Ridge and, you know, stopping, looking at the, the, you know, the beauty, the in unbelievable Vista. Yeah. Um, but we were, we were just enjoying all of that. 
We were going to actually go back in because we had reservations that night in Blowing Rock to eat at a restaurant, but we just decided we'd just keep going, mm-hmm. not knowing where we were going, yeah. not knowing what was ahead of us even at all. Right. Um, but just, you know, okay, this is, let's just keep going in this, in this uh, line because we, we feel this is what we want to do. And so we went up there, and as we got to this place called Little Switzerland, which um, it is little. I don't think it really looks probably like Switzerland. But um, <laughs> anyway, maybe one building there looked like Switzerland. I think there's only one building in the place. Uh, but that, that's, not, that's neither here nor yeah. there. That doesn't have anything to do with what really I'm talking about. And, and that was okay. Um, but there is, there is a, a, a highway, if you call it a highway, it's called the 226A Diamondback right there. And it is, like I said, it, it's just north of Asheville um, and about 50 miles north of Asheville, about 45 miles south of, of uh, Boone, North Carolina. And it's right there, and it's this 38-mile um, uh, uh, diamond-shaped loop. And it is called the Diamondback. And it is made for motorcycles and sports cars. And this thing loops. It's in and out and up and down and everything like that. And you know what? You, you don't go on that for this nice little pleasant drive. This thing is made for the enthusiast. This highway, it's got amazing, amazing views but it is cutting in and out and up and down and and just I mean sharp turns and you you're on the edge of the mountain and and for for all of these miles these thirty eight miles that's what it's for and like I said it's motorcycles and sports cars that's what this is for and and I want to tell you you take it you you take it with a high performance vehicle right. You, 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 it's not for a bicycle, okay? You would kill yourself if you're trying to go on their bicycle. Um, it, it's not something that you want to take your Kia on. Um, it's not for those. This is for, this is for somebody who knows, you know what? I was made, my vehicle was made for this. And I want you to understand okay. that, what's that? Is it the Dragon Tail? No, no, this oh, is okay. called the Diamondback. Okay. Dragon Tail's actually north of Boone. Oh, okay. And and so this is this is a little different here. This okay. is the Diamondback. Similar. Yeah. Two twenty six A. Um and it is uh there's another place near us called the, uh-huh. the Dragon Tail, tail also. The dragon or a tail. And yeah. and so dragon. that is another uh area. But um Diamondback it was made for specialty vehicles and for high performance uh sports cars and motorcycles. And I want you to understand this, that that is what your spirit was made for. (laughs) It was designed to leave the enemy way in the dust and for him just to see your taillights and for you to take off and for you to know that he's made my feet like Heinz feet. I'm going to drive in my high places. I'm going to fly in my high places. I love, I love speed. I love sports cars. I love, I love going fast. Um, and so my boys come by it naturally. And, uh, but the thing is, this is that it's thrilling but it's challenging also, and you get to see things that other people don't see. 
And you get to experience thrills that other people don't experience. So people can look at you and go like, why would you do that? And I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? Before I got married, I used to do a lot of climbing, like in cliffs and things like that, without any ropes or anything like that. And that, to me, that was just like so thrilling to do that. I know that if I, if I slipped, if I missed, I could have fallen to my death. But the thing is, is that it was just so thrilling to me to be able to do these things and, uh, and to take risks because until you take the risks, you, you'll never see what other people what most people don't they miss and everything but you True. you get to experience this stuff True and so it takes you being led by the Holy Ghost and 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 believing that God is in me and God will do things in me and through me and we don't when we've when we've gone over you know to the nations and and everything i mean we we don't go to the to the places where everybody else is out preaching it no i i'm not interested in that just send me somewhere where you know there's and and we've been in some places where they say i don't think there's been anyone here preaching the gospel for generations Mm -hmm. nobody's been in here and, and preaching years ago when i was over in syria they said well i don't think there's anybody been anybody here since the apostles and uh and so i was like i'm happy to go there Praise the Lord. Why? Why weren't people going there? Because, you know, they'd get killed. All right, well, I'll go in there. I'll take the gospel in there. And, and happy to do that. We took a, we, when we were in India, we went into the place of the birth of Hinduism, the mountains, the high mountains of India. And they said, you can't get in there. They won't allow anybody to go in there and preach the gospel. But you know what? We got in there. Right. We did a crusade, and, and many, many thousands and thousands of people come responding, give their heart to Jesus Christ, and we're there for several days. We leave, and as soon as we leave, the militant Hindu group comes in, and they came in to kill us. Mm-hmm. They destroyed the place where, where we were staying. Where we staying thinking that we were in bed and everything like that but god had spoken to us in advance and told us to leave uh uh earlier just hours earlier and so we had we had gotten out because i had this going off inside of me saying get the whole team and get them out of here and so our our whole ministry team we got them uh loaded up in our all of our suvs and and we hit the road to our to our next crusade but the thing is this is that you know you you don't live a boring life when you are walking by faith. True. That's very true. You will experience things that other people go like, how did that happen? Right. Well, you know what? That's instead of reading stories about the great men of faith, I made a decision after I read actually John G. Lake's book, um, adventures in faith. I made a decision adventures in God. Yeah. I made a decision. That's what I want to do. That's, that's what I want to do. I want, and I, I'm, I got tired of reading about all the people who went to the mountain of God. I thought, I'm going to go there myself. I'm going to do things myself. It's not just going to be, be me reading about people doing stuff. I'm going to do these things. And, and that's, you know, you, you take ground and you know, I walk by faith. Faith is what pleases God. And I want yes. to tell you, when God gets happy and when God is pleased, all kinds of amazing things begin to take place. Right. Supernatural signs and wonders. You're taking the gospel to the ends of the earth, to places where they say, I don't think anybody's ever been and preached here before. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely awesome. I love the, I love the um, Overland missions teams who go into unreached areas of the world. Right. I'm like with uh, Phil and Sharon Smethurst. I was like, you guys, you, you nailed it. This is, this is my heartbeat. This is, this is what I love. 
They don't send their people into the places where all the other missionaries are congregated together. They go find us places where no one has heard the gospel, where no one has been. No one has preached the gospel to these, to these people. There's no Bible in their language. There's, there's nothing. And we'll send people in there that will reap a supernatural harvest of souls from this group, from this tribe, from this people here right. who've never heard the gospel before. And I want to tell you, it takes faith and it takes boldness Yes, to be able to do that. I mean some major guts. But I want to tell you, if you see, if you want to see the hand of God, if you really want to see supernatural things taking place, go with God where no one else is. Right. Go and do with God what no one else is doing. Mm-hmm. I challenge you. Stop doing what everybody else is doing. Advance in faith and advance rapidly in faith by allowing yourself to be, to be just inspired in your heart and mm-hmm. say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. People may say I'm crazy. People may think, you know, I am nuts to be able to do this, for me to do this. But you know what, I definitely know God is leading me. Right. That's what we have to do. Absolutely. And that doesn't apply to just people that are in ministry. That applies to whatever God has called you to do. So whatever area that is in, God has made a way and really expects you to just go all out. You can go as far as you want to go. And you'll be amazed at how actually, you know, the, the, the word talks about how that if you see a faithful man know that he will be brought before kings, he'll not be brought before any small person. So, I mean, and that is not, that that was not written to someone just in ministry or someone doing, you know, whatever it is that we, that in our minds we think, well, okay, well, if you did that, then that would be opened to you. No, it's, it's, it's anybody who actually is faithful and who keeps advancing and just says, okay, God, I'm not going to put limits upon myself that you have not put upon me. Right. So, you know, um, that leads us actually into um, a third point here, that um, which is most, if not all, advancement requires defeating the opposition. And so um, know that... First of all, we have been given the victory. We've already been made the victor. We are not trying to pray for it or fast for it or get it or anything. We actually have the victory. But we have to understand that when when opposition comes or whatever, you actually, what is on the inside of you is going to cause you to defeat that opposition, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And so I want to look at a passage of scripture here from Genesis chapter 26. And this, um, for sake of time here, I'm actually going to read this um, from the Message Bible just because it gives a good summary, not um, because I'm like a total advocate of the Message Bible. But anyway, so um, starting here um, at the beginning of the chapter in verse um excuse me, in Genesis 26, it says there's a famine in the land as bad as the famine during the time of Abraham. And Isaac went down to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. Now realize that here it's interesting because, you know, our, um, the, the fathers of the faith here, 
they it's interesting because they actually all went through famine and yet they increased god blessed them he multiplied them exceedingly so so listen here i don't care what it looks like in the natural i don't care if the dollar's collapsing or you're in a country where the currency collapsed long ago or whatever mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the natural circumstance is don't repeat words like well i'm just in a desert that's what god has for me everything around me is fam-. no 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 listen we we actually are with the, the river is continually flowing and around us and we Amen. are the well-watered tree that it produces fruit in every season Woo. Okay? Amen. every That's season right. so don't even worry about it if there is famine around you in the natural so god appeared to him to isaac and said don't go down to egypt because he, of course, is looking for a way out of the famine. Stay where I tell you. Stay here in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I'm giving you and your children all these lands, fulfilling the oath that I swore to your father, Abraham. Remember, we're the seed of Abraham as well. I'll make your descendants as many as the stars in the sky and give them all these lands. That's a promise to us as well. All the nations of the earth will get a blessing for themselves through your descendants. And why? Because Abraham obeyed my summons and kept my charge, my commands, my guidelines, my teaching. So Isaac stayed put in Gerar. Let me Mm. just say, you got to be in the place that God has called you to be. Okay. Jehovah Jireh is a person. It's also a place. Okay. The men of the place questioned him about his wife. Um, We won't, we won't have to actually, let's, let's skip that for, for sake of time. We don't need to, you know, find out all about that right now. Anyway. And so, um, so uh, we see here in verse 12, Isaac planted crops in the land and took in a huge harvest. Okay, yes, wait a second. This is famine, right? But notice he didn't say, oh, nothing's going to grow because we're in famine. No, he actually was obedient. He planted crops. He did what it takes to reap a harvest. You got to sow seed no matter what it looks like. And notice he took in a huge harvest and God blessed him. The man got richer and richer by the day until he was very wealthy. Do you realize that is the pattern that God has for you? No matter if it's famine, no matter if there's drought, no matter what's going on, his plan is always sow seed and you will get blessed and you will increase and you will become very wealthy. Okay, He accumulated flocks and herds and many, many servants, so much so that the Philistines began to envy him. They got back at him by throwing dirt and debris into all the wells that his father's servants had dug back in the days of of his father, Abraham, clogging up all the wells. And the natural, of course, they needed water. Now notice, we got to ask ourselves sometimes, in my life, has the blessing of God, is it so great it's causing other people to envy me and want to get rid of me? Mm. (laughs) For most people, no. They don't even know that you, you know, maybe exist. But here's the thing. We see, though, the will and the plan and the way forward that the Father has for us. In verse 16, finally, Abimelech told Isaac, leave, you've become far too big big for us. Do you realize Isaac increased so much that they actually threw him out. He He was was like deported out of there. Yeah, because of how much he increased. Now, listen, they were in the same land, okay? They're suffering through the same famine, but look at the difference and what happened to Isaac because he understood who he was. You got to understand who you are and not let anything Stop you from advancing, okay? Now, here they are coming against him. Okay, so he they, they say, you know, you got to leave or whatever. Okay, so 
He leaves, so Isaac left. He camped in the valley of Gerar and settled down there. Isaac dug again the wells which were dug in the days of his father Abraham, but had been clogged up in the Philistines after Abraham's death, and he renamed them using the original names his father had given them. One day, as Isaac's servants were digging in the valley, they came on a well of, sp- of spring water. The shepherds of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's shepherds, claiming this water is ours. So Isaac named the well Isaac which means quarrel, because they quarreled over it. They dug another well, and there was a difference over that one also, so he named it Sitna, which means accusation. He went on from there and dug another well, but there was no fighting over this one, so he named it Rehoboth, which means wide open spaces, saying, now God has given us plenty of space to spread out in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba. That very night God appeared to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Don't fear a thing because I'm with you. I'll bless you and make your children flourish because of Abraham, my servant." I want you to notice something. There's a reason why I'm taking all this time to read this this passage of scripture. Um, maybe because you're not reading your Bible enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the reason why, because I want you to see something here. It would have been easy for Isaac to say, okay, you know what? God's blessed me. He's enlarged me. He's, you know, I've become very wealthy. I've got lots of flocks and herds or whatever. So, you know, I mean, they've already kicked me out. I mean, obviously this is not the place that God has for me. But notice, no, he's like, I'm going to dig a well. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.